Well, good morning. Hey, good morning, Doug. Um, okay. The image that I got was not an overuse of the energy in, in terms of it being uh, super open and powerful, like a, a big old rocket ship with a really small, you know, top part. That's not what I got. What uh -huh. I got was is an inefficient use of the energy yeah. because the energy is coming yeah. in um at a kind of a set rate that's that's um yeah. appropriate for the third density body but we can inappropriate uh, inefficiently use the catalyst and then it can get blocked so that its um ability to go say upstream into the next chakra is yeah. less effective how does that sit with you Absolutely. Yeah. The image I got the whole time was like a pinball machine. Mm. And, uh, you know, rather than the ball coming down with gravity, if, if it was like hitting things on the way up, mm. that's kind of, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. Got. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what do, what do I do with that? Maybe except for asking more questions and sitting with it and asking what are, what, what is, what is bringing the inefficiency? Mm-hmm. As best as I understand, and even just as I as I was dwelling on the solar plexus, I was paying attention to identity and will, and um, how I'm feeling in that in that area. And I I feel, while in a way I feel quite stable, another part of me feels very much like the floating self, and it's kind of being thrown all about, and not any control of what's about to happen. And while the stable part of me is cool with that and i trust and i i i can i can just really say i have no doubt that things are going to come together in some way um you know the other part of me is man i have no clue what's going to happen here and finances is a bit of a up in the air um worry slash um i think i think part of what it is is in the best of ways and i do mean this in the best of ways yeah, and that's the solar plexus, and uh, yeah, that 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 ties. The, that's the whole lower chakra, <laughs> the lower triad okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Because um, usually, what I like to do is invite the person's own unconscious, um, and by that, I don't mean your individual unconscious. I mean the deep mind, which uh, is is the platform through which your higher self communicates, and all of that. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Ra talks about the trunk of the tree of mind, and mm -hmm. and there's these multiple layers below the surface that move from the uh, person's unconscious. Well, it's all kind of unconscious uh, in a sense, but the subconscious person, and then you go into the deep mind, your deep mind, um, and then you go into the... Um, the racial mind and race, racial mind from a raw perspective, a law of one perspective is not uh, say white race or the black race or things like that, yeah. but it's more of the, um, well, esoterically, it would be more from where your soul originated. Uh, mm. You know, given my own you know speculation here is given that you're interested in these things at a young age, you probably have been interested from all time, uh, you know, yeah. early, as early as you can remember, if you're like, like me yeah. in that. Um, For sure. So, you know, my, my, my guess is that you are 
um, perhaps a wanderer, uh, or uh, certainly somebody who has achieved um, higher degrees of gnosis, and and so <clears throat> that would be a part of your deep mind, and then that'll be a part of your racial mind. Racial mind meaning is it your social memory complex? Let's say if you're a wanderer, then your racial mind would be um, the social memory complex from which you come. Mm. Um, you know, do you know what a social memory complex is? I do just by way of raw. I mean, I'm yeah. reading the concept book at the moment. So just oh, good. roughly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also um, the other souls here from your particular social memory complex that has a, you know, an amalgamation of the earth experience plus the social memory complex. So whatever, you know, complex thought form that cre is created there. Yeah. yeah. So that would be another layer. And then you have the planetary mind and that is all of the earth's, that, that is the earth's um, own consciousness that we uh, create as a human third density population. And that would be, um, I, I th I'm going to argue as, as parallel perhaps to what Tehar de Chardin talked about in terms of the no sphere. Okay, um, gotcha. He wasn't the first one to coin that. He was the popularizer of it, but he was probably the, the one that really um, was serious about it in the West at his time. And, um so then, we, from the planetary mind, we have the uh, we started we start to enter into the archetypal mind, and this is the archetypal mind of the logos. Um, these will be the twenty two archetypes that we that structure our third density experience here, and from there we'd have the I guess the broader logoic mind. Um, and then we would move into that. That would be the sun, the the so, the subs, the sub logos, not the logos, the sub logos level. Yeah. Gotcha. Excuse me. And then we would go into the galactic mind, the galactic logoic mind. Um, I think maybe Law of One calls it the um, cosmic mind, perhaps. And then we mm. go into the all mind. You know, and this would be the one infinite okay. creator's mind. Um, so we have all of these different aspects and these are all feeding into you. You know, these are all things that are feeding into you. Uh, but at, at a perfect, you know, uh, there's an algorithm or something, some kind of co complex algorithm that is mediated by your um, social memory. I'm sorry, your uh, mind, body, spirit, complex totality. That's the seventh. That's the seventh density being. Then it's like this infinitely complex thought form that is resourced to the higher self. That that is resourced to then the, the different straight uh, stratum strata of the uh, person's experience, different in the densities. So you have all of these things going on, and. Uh, what I think a lot of people are here, especially those who are more advanced souls, and I don't mean advanced as better, I just mean um, more yeah. complex, and, and kind of come here with a mission, 
is yeah especially if we come from a um a positive social memory complex that kind of plowed through like easily more easily or more quickly the third density fourth density fifth density and the sixth density as ross said they did um because they were so harmonious and so positive but there is in my this is just my speculation but there's a lack of being able to know oneself and to know the infinite creator as the i so i think <clears throat> the earth um, especially the west the west is kind of the discovery of the i um mm. as opposed to we <clears throat> and um that is important that individuation is important it's an important part mm -hmm. of cosmic evolution it's an important part of the the logos learning about itself is right. who am i inside this greater us because mm -hmm. um, both are true and mm -hmm. so you know when i yes last time when i was talking to you about um can you concentrate on just being here present in this body in this time uh, mm -hmm. and see perhaps the way up is actually the way down more more mm -hmm. incarnated more mm -hmm. acceptance into your particular incarnational reality as this person this body with this life as is exactly as it is mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and that to put it in a more maybe poetic way is this is the journey of discovering the I mm -hmm. um, and it's not just a discovery of the first lower chakras, or you know, particularly the second chakra, which is kind of the purview of the eye, but mm -hmm. it is uh, informed by all of your experience of whatever your soul knows uh, that is passed in and through the, each incarnation. And so I, I'm assuming it would be the higher activated higher chakras um, that would that slowly through incarnations here on Earth as your ministry to be a wanderer would be mm -hmm. to um slowly learn how and what it means to be an i in the we mm -hmm. uh -huh. because that's the job of the wanderer is to learn to be fully uh, a, um a human third density being with its with its full beauty and complexity here and the i the i-ness of it all mm -hmm. um and then through a well-developed eye, again, my opinion, but this, this is the avatar. You know, this would be the Jesus Christ event. This is one who doesn't um, go up in more of an aesthetic way to live a certain life so that upper chakras get, you know, activated and so on and so forth in, in isolation, but rather it's to go down, um, borrowing from Apostle Paul, uh, did not hold equality to be clean to, but took the form of a servant, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and incarnated mm -hmm. into the third density experience. So um, when, when we as humans, and this is just conventional thought too, but when we as humans experience some kind of existential frustration, or it can just yeah. be regular frustration, uh, that frustration has a home in the body and it's the lower chakras and it can be an itch that the only way we know how to scratch 
in the, probably the easiest way is either fight, uh, flight, or fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know that would be that would be one way that the um, heightened <clears throat> sense of urgency can be be channeled into that. Yeah, energy is for me is a diversion from trying to figure out the solar plexus, uh, not wanting to have to figure that out. So I'm yeah. afraid that I'm not going to figure that out. And it's almost like, uh, if I want, I don't want to use the word sabotaging of, of getting there, but it's oh, you are. like, okay. Yeah. I mean, That's the more that life. you cling to it, you know, this spiritually, right? The more, and this is conventional yeah. spirituality. The more we cling to it, the less we get it. <laughs> but in the spiritual yeah. life, the more you give it away, uh, the more that you surrender into this all-encompassing love, the more that you receive. And because you're not clinging, you're not trying to force something. And so mm -hmm. this will be the way that you actually become the adept that you are um, mm -hmm. much more effortlessly. Because mm -hmm. you're using Catalyst efficiently. You know, that's the point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so gotcha. I want to go back to something that Ross said. Um Ross says that the path of spiritual evolution, and I think they're speaking also of the entire one infinite creator. So not just you yeah. but or, mm -hmm. and me, but the, the, the wholeness of it all, is unity, love, light, and joy. That is the heart... Wow of the spiritual evolution unity love light and joy and um the way i understand this now there's going to be other people that would probably say it better or or disagree and that that's fine too but here's how i i've worked a lot with um trying to understand what raw means by those that sort of phraseology um, in the way that they say. And I think that one of the earlier things that Ross says is that there is only identity. Um, and this is the identity of the one infinite creator. And, and so one may become transparent in their personality, you know, uh, the dugness of it all um, becomes transparent. So the Dugness and the one infinite creator uh, actu actualized oneness. They actualize oneness together. It's what, what is required is my yes. Um, what is required is your yes, the Mary's yes. Let it be done unto me according to your will. That's the birth of, of Christ's consciousness into the world incarnatedly. Uh, but <clears throat> it doesn't mean that Dugness disappears. It is the, the, the channel through which uh, the one infinite creator then can um, more or less efficiently um, come into third density incarnated, incarnated experience. But the one infinite creator's identity by virtue of being a creator, because a creator is not a creator unless there's something created, which is experience, uh, that is unity. The creator knows itself as unity. Now, unity is not uniformity. 
uniformity mm-hmm. is everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather, unity is borrowing from Richard Rohr um, is diversity maintained and protected. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so that this diversity is inside the unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that is. Um, this would be, in my opinion, the, cos- the cosmogenesis stage of the infinite creator becoming aware is I know myself as unity, if you will. But there is no mm-hmm. I know myself. There is not a consciousness that is aware. Uh, it, is a, it is a nascent consciousness, but it's not come to a full uh, focused vortex yet. Then mm-hmm. we have uh, the next stage is love. And Ross says that love at this level is um, energy and energy to express the unity you know in other words you could um, I almost see it as awareness that has movement Uh, Mm -hmm. if 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 awareness is pure light white light say then awareness that begins to have circular almost like a, a, a vortex kind of focusing movement that it's awareness that has movement is love. This is that energy. Now, um, it's also the beginning of consciousness because light uh, is consciousness. Light, light is, you know, you can think of like the light goes off in the head, you know, or the yeah. Rika, the light bulb in, over the head, yeah. you know, those, that, that's consciousness. That, that is, uh, I know I have a sense of I am, but you don't get there. You don't get to conscious. Consciousness doesn't come first. What comes first is sort of like this instinctual drive to express. It's it's pure arrows without direction, you know, just this. It's this instinct to experience the self. Um, And then love begins to form the capacity to experience the self. This is that movement in awareness. And then consciousness is sort of the um, third result of this movement. Uh And and you can think of it as simultaneously happening, but it has to happen in the unity, love, and then consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then what? finally, what is the byproduct of all of that? It's joy. Yeah. In other words, uh, the one infinite creator's experience of, as Whitehead would say, to live, to live well, and to live better. To, to live, to live more efficiently, in other words, to use energy yeah. as the most efficient way, and then to constantly uh, strive for more intense ways of living. To live, mm-hmm. to live well, to live better. Yeah. Uh, that the constant impulse the the, the um, affective uh, result of this of this consciousness knowing that it's experiencing itself through infinite variety that is joy um, so so God if you will God experiences God's self through our suffering feels the suffering because who else is experiencing it but God but the suffering is grounded inside the perspective of unity and so they're they're you know the forty thousand foot view or the 40 billion (laughs) foot view is 
one that sees all the parts and there is no losing of the self. There is no losing. There, there's novelty that comes up. So one might, God would experience, let's say, suffering, which is a novel experience for God. So there's an undergirding joy, even, even as it's emerged in its acute form through you and I as suffering. And, and so the, the path of the human, the third density human, as, as far as I can see, is to, to become so fully um, incarnated here through our, our, yes, let's do it, you know, I'll be fully part of this. So as to experience the ups and downs, the random, you know, things that we would see as suffering and, and these kinds of things, but also to have an undergirding uh, level of consciousness of joy, holding it, joy holding the pain and the happiness together, but underneath that girds the joy. And why I'm saying all of that is because your question uh, is really about what brings you the most joy. So you, you are a microcosm fractal of the one infinite creator in this body, in this time, with this wife, with these kids, you know what I mean? With this life experience this time around. Uh, that's unity, the unity of it all come to the eternal now, right? Right where you're at. And then love is your capacity to um, have agency, your agential power, uh, and then in t and then light would be your capacity to wield your will in the direction of how you want to um, your intention to wield your will, and then that's tied with faith to truly have faith that even though you may not see the results moment by moment of your actions which have incarnated your intention in your will to have faith that they are bearing fruit you know uh and then one can experience joy even so you said it well you do experience a sense of equanimity that it's all going to work yeah. out. I mean, probably in your life, you've gone through some really, really <laughs> difficult times and it's yeah. always come out to a betterness. Yeah, for sure. So this isn't your first rodeo. You can trust that the resurrection happens after every crucifixion, <sighs> but it doesn't mean that your third density, uh, you know, lower triad is going to produce some sense of uh, anxiety. And that's, that's not to be, that's not a sign of you're not very developed. <laughs> it's, it's a human yeah. um, phenomena to which you can still feel joy and equanimity even as this anxiety mm -hmm. emerges. And then from there, the witnessing presence that you can embo embody, that, that's that anchored self. Yeah can choose how do I want to respond to the affective nature of my anxiety? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. So how does this sit with you so far? Yeah, 100%. That's, that's exactly it. I mean, everything you've said. So what does bring you joy? I mean, let, let's look like yeah. if, if I could wave the, ah, I've got it. Hang on. I do have a, I do happen to have a Harry Potter magic wand, first edition. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, Man, uh, what would just you do on that point? Do, do you have any insight why why 
I, I have felt a massive pull towards rereading Harry Potter right now. Huh? And and thus I am. I'm in the second book. And okay. I've just been feeling it and I've just been pushing it off like, man, no, I you know, I'm fine. But I something about I was asking higher self and I was just gonna note it to you because it's like, man, I don't but what was hitting me was of course the story the story is archetypal and especially that of Harry's and I, I was feeling I mean all, all of it is but I, I've been feeling the possibility of and, and zero comparison I'm just talking ar- archetypally I, I've been feeling potentially that maybe the pull to read it right now has been that I know that there's something within me that is more magical or yeah. wizardry like it's, it's an awakening it's an awakening of um the magical potential to change magic magic is defined as the capacity to use the unconscious to change consciousness intentionally um so you know even a conversation that you and i would have if it if you and i leave that conversation in a in a different way to know ourselves uh, and know the world then that conversation was took place within the indigo ray you know it's the blue ray the um the indigo ray you know the, the the adept way uh, okay. and so wow. and I, I think that the archetypes you, you you brought up a good point there things like Harry Potter um, I think things like uh, Lord of the Rings I'm rereading that so oh wow all cool. of these things I think has to do somehow archetypally and it's much more complicated than just what I'm about to say but it is sure. this sense of um, how do I transcend the entrapment of the lower chakras, the triad that's couched in that bellicosity that has a rigidity of a worldview and move into the heart, which is then the access to living a more incarnated life? Because then you have the blue ray, you know, being able to communicate with full honesty of oneself. Not a lying, like not that you would lie, but rather yeah. um, ha- to know yourself and to accept yourself and to forgive yourself and to then have your uh, energetic expressions, whether it's verbal or embodied in some way, to be resonant with that truth. Mm. That's mm. that's that Blu-ray, and then mm. the Indigo Ray, uh, being able to consciously manifest um, higher let's say more expanded and more more powerful ways to be embodied here mm-hmm. all of that is possible but only if you start to access the heart okay okay yeah gotcha uh that that's really helpful so i mean to go back to your question and i've been thinking a lot about it because you asked the question last time to think about um how did you how did you phrase it exactly um if I don't need to learn and such, do I want to? And so what's been coming up as I've been even just thinking about, um, you know, potentiality for, for what's next, I have been asking myself the question, like, what do I love? And as it, as it relates to that, or what just in this time around by way of what, what, what incites within me an experience of union and or joy and every single time it's learning. And it really is like uh, I remember the the very first time 
I mean, you know, hilariously, I was reading, or not hilariously, but, uh, you know, now, I, you know, I was reading C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity when I was 14, and I had, I had a moment that was as close to a mystical shift of consciousness that I can remember. And all it was, it was this just little quick moment of, of, I mean, it, and it felt like I was a light bulb. That's funny. You said a light bulb a second ago. And it's like something turned on and it felt, I had this awareness that it was like, man, there is, there's real wisdom to know and to be embodied here. Mm. And I mean, and then, and then, and then I, it sh- you know, and then it, and then it was done and that was it. And it was like, from that time, it's like, whenever I can, you know, part of, part of why I appreciate conversations with you, but at, whenever I can not just learn something consciously, but whenever I can learn something that feels in some way intrinsic or in union with my path that I can, I, that I can live in some experiential kind of way that, that is just pure, pure joy. And so I, I've been paying attention to it. And a good example is last night, which both has a question in it. It's a good example of this, but it also has a question in it. And um, last night, one of my friends had asked to have a conversation around hell and universalism and all that stuff. He's he's in his kind of deconstruction phase and all that. And I, I felt it. And it's what I've been paying attention to is I, I love to I, I so appreciate the way you just worded that about magic, um, the use of the unconscious um, to change something or to give a new awareness in the conscious. Like that is so simple, and that that kind of frames what what I feel I experience and what I feel I love about having conversations with people about their faith journey, their their spiritual journey, for lack of better words. And it and it feels and so like what happened last night was, and this has happened several times since. I mean, several times in the last week. I mean, this happens often. Really, it's just I've been paying attention to it now, and it's like, man, what happens is. All, all I, all I have to do is to engage in the mo- in, in as much integrity as I can, but to meet them where they're at, which like last night means to meet them in a really kind of Christian framework, for lack of better words. But in meeting them in the Christian framework, trying to also, you know, be aware in my own mind and hold space in 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 the conversation for potential expansion, and and that's where it's just like in my in my own mind. I know that I always need expansion and I always want expansion and I and I don't think that I am more expanded than someone else but it's just the possibility of I desire okay that's another way to say it is I love the experience of mind and heart expansion in whatever way that comes I, I love that and I feel that in conversations as it as as we discuss you know these types of things um, let me pause there for a moment. It's just to say, I think overarchingly what I what I came out with is I love and I would say this in the best way because I realize it's not re- it's not reading a book that I love. It's not gaining new conscious knowledge that I love. It's the possibility of that expanded awareness and the way in which it can shift my moment to moment experience. I think something to okay, that effect is what but, it is. But to do what? Like this is the key piece. It's not okay. So you said it well, and it is to shift and change your gnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then 
to what end? That's yeah. what we have to define. Yeah. And I don't mean that as, as like uh, an occupation. I mean that as no. um, to service. Yeah, See? no, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. That, that, that right there is, I think, what I'm hitting up against. And it's like one part of me, the the personality structure threeness part of me has long been utilizing this bit of joy and experience for, if I can say it this way, my own power over others sure. by way of knowledge. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And but the other part of me is like that's that's always there and I always feel it. It's that's not why I do this and that's not what I want. It is of course for service and I'll say for myself is first and foremost to embody it. And that's what I've that's what I've come to realize is all the ways in which I've been I've been heaping, you know, knowledge and or expansion to the end to not the end of my own living it and my own being, it's been unhelpful. Or it's almost felt like um, a block or it's felt like uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, too much input. It's too much input with no valve out, for mm-hmm. lack of better words. Great. And I think I think some of my, I mean, just as the analogy that comes to my mind is, I've experienced a lot of constipation in my life, yeah. especially the last six years. And it's like that feels like it feels like that's the physical equivalent. That's exactly of what right. I'm doing that that okay. is precisely correct. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So so what I, what I think I'm wondering is, or where I think I've I've been feeling a little bit of the stuckness is. What is the most helpful and appropriate way of creating a valve of service with this, with this joy, for lack of better words? Yeah. And I think that, yeah. That, and that, that is something that you, um, you have to kind of bilocate and both be within God's own will, will, wheelhouse, if you will, while... Uh, giving to Caesar what is Caesar's. In other words, while living in the third density experience. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to say that. Yeah, you know, just to be perfectly biblical about it all. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, earning a living is is yeah. how our th- our earthly third density experience is is manifested. And um, I'm not one of those who feels that uh, the monetary system is evil. Um, it's an expression of energy, how we've used it to benefit a few f- upon the b- backs of many that is um, congruent with more service to self type polarity. But uh, one, one doesn't need to denigrate or um, scapegoat the, the mode for that. You need we need to have food um we need to have our kids i mean we've got kids i'm in the same boat you know um how are Mm -hmm. they being given ways to uh, be as most flourishing as possible so um you've got to be able to both go look for it while Mm -hmm. trusting that that you're led (laughs) Um, as long as you can consistently ground your searching within the bigger energetics of um, 
I'm serving, I desire to serve the one infinite creator for the highest and greatest good for all selves.